0: Socially good media brings together the worlds of comedy and marketing to present The Marketing Brainstorm. Open your ears, hearts and minds as we have just 30 minutes to create a marketing mix for whatever challenge is thrown our way. Hello and welcome to The Marketing Brainstorm, I'm John Gilbert.
1: I'm Jenny Harrison.
0: And I'm Ian Thompson.
1: <laughs> beautiful.
0: That is very good. I'm quite jealous now. I'm going to be uh, researching sound effects between now and the next edition. Was that,
1: was that a lightsaber? It was a lightsaber, right. yeah. See, yeah. I know. So, I, bel- um,
0: I imagine, just when you turn it
2: on, I don't know if we should give a shout out to the app makers, but when, right, I think you can.
1: Yay! Yeah, the torch goes on. Oh, hey, that's really good.
2: Wow. Just for anyone who can't see, I'm moving my phone around erratically, erratically, and, um, and, and, and yeah, and, and it's making those sounds as I do it. And then also, every time I move my phone around, the light sort of flickers as well. Yeah.
1: Really impressive.
0: And for the benefit of understanding, you preface that with for anybody who can't see, which is everybody in the world, apart from <laughs> <Us>. Jenny Harrison <laughs> and John Gilbert. Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. Name <checks>. Jenny <laughs> just, just Jenny, John. Okay, so before we get into our challenge, let's reflect. Has anybody seen anything that's caught their eye in the past week in the world of marketing?
1: Um, it's technically, again, related to something um, not this week. <laughs> it's quite far back in time. But it's something that I found in an article that was published this week. So it might be new information in marketing. But did you know that the colour of cigarette packets is the ugliest colour in the world? What? Yeah. So, um, in an independent article, um, the plain cigarette packaging in the UK um, is Pantone 448C, which is also known as opaque kush, is the shade chosen. Opaque kush. Kush. <laughs> kush. It sounds better when Jenny said it. I mean, kush. She
0: said, kush. She said opaque, opaque kush. kush. Right. Opaque, it. Kush. Opaque, opaque kush. Right. I think you said kush,
2: because I've been offered kush in Atlanta before at three in the morning, but...
1: <laughs> um and it is the shirt chosen um by a marketing company um who which which put most likely to put smokers off um and it is uh one sec i've got some um descriptors as to what they found in the research um so it was rolled out the the packaging was rolled out in the uk on the 20th of mid 2016 um, and it's now in europe gfk blue moon headed the project and conducted seven studies of almost 1,000 smokers. To design, it, the, to design the most unappealing packaging as possible. The, the GFP are
2: quite big. Right? Am I right to have heard of them?
1: I've heard of Blue Moon, but that's... Yeah. A, I drink yeah. Blue Moon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: And maybe, maybe I'm just making it up. But it,
1: it's... Yeah, it's or the Or do I?
0: bit of a teaser there for the t- <laughs> marketing challenges coming up. Sorry, you were saying?
1: Um, yeah, it's the, the actual colour itself is... Um, a apparent- brilliant
2: job to get, that find yeah. me the most horrible colour you've
1: it's, it's, it's the worst colour, apparently unappealing to the eyes colour, and it's associated with death apparently, the actual colour itself before it was on the smoking pack. Why
0: did they just ask smokers though? That's a good
1: question. Why did
2: they just ask smokers? Yeah. I suppose because they're trying to put people off smoking, but actually, it should be more about stopping new people from becoming smokers. It's unappealing,
1: mm. it's it, not an attractive thing, like a pack of Pall Mall, is it, or like Marlborough, before mm. the rebrand, was like, movies had them and they were cool, oh no, Lucky Strikes. And also, well, you had all different Pal-Mal. ones,
2: like Lucky Strikes were like mm. uh, the red, and
1: thing, they were just right? gold.
2: And like Richmond had two, two tones of blue, and mm. uh, Benson Hedges were golden. Juice, mm. Or silver, depending, and and like Marlboros were red or or. Do you remember white? them Eve Celeron
0: cigarettes and yeah, and like that. I I was, that, they were quite thin, weren't
1: they? The the, the Richmond, I can't they really call it Richmond Pinks. The like most recent version, and they were like super slim. They're called Cigarillas when that. Cigarillas. Yeah. Yeah. cigarillas.
0: Also, I didn't know that cigarette. I don't smoke anymore, so I didn't know that cigarette packets had a particular colour. The last time I looked at one, the colour was mouth cancer or testicular cancer <laughs> yeah, so or forced amputation. I mean, it's a pretty unpleasant set yeah. of colours, anyway.
1: Got, oh, there
0: it is. That's the actual colour for you guys. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I
1: don't,
2: I don't recognise it. You're right, well, but no, then so again, I, don't I, smoke I am smoke anymore, never so. going to smoke I don't have again. I haven't seen that.
1: But it's the colour of the background. So Dunsho, or, or whatever it is. It looks it a bit called. like like like
2: the poo of a vegetarian animal.
1: It's awful, isn't it? A it's like a swamp green.
2: Herbivore would be a better way of explaining it.
0: I wasn't correcting you, I was well, trying to yeah. enhance but it. But it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Right, yeah, so there's a little bit of it. So the one you show me at the moment, for the benefit of anybody who can't see this, which is everybody in the world, apart from Ian Thompson, John Gilbert and Jenny Harrison, it's a girl with a, some kind of oxygen assistance going on there because of passive smoking. Mm. Mm-hmm. But on the side of it is a hideous colour.
1: A pig kush. A pig kush. I have to say so. it with that accent. Oh, well,
0: thank you, Jenny, that was... Okay. That was that was a really good topic. Yeah, yeah nice. Okay, nice. so let's, nice. let's move on to our challenge for the day. Zoom. <laughs> you do sound like a lightsaber, actually. Right. <laughs> actually. What colour would your lightsaber be? Would it be Opaque Douche? <laughs> douche? Opaque okay, Douche. That's what mine would be. It's
2: just slightly different. To Mine's Pant- Pantone 449, and it's Opaque Douche. <laughs> it's made specifically for my, my own Pantone made. Yeah.
0: I think, like, Opaque Douche is some kind oh. of, like, really nerdy designer slur. <laughs> yeah. Opaque Douchebag. <laughs> anyway, the marketing oh. challenge is actually it, it's, it's on a semi-related theme to what we've just been discussing. Are you ready for it? Mm. <laughs> so I'm going to set the challenge for this edition. Our challenge is, how can we make alcohol-free beer go mainstream?
1: Oh,
2: I was thinking about this the other day, and I was trying to think of all the reasons why people go out and drink. And there drink. are many. There's not many. There are many other. Oh, I many. think there's many. But oh, yeah, there, there are. Yeah. I mean, but I was trying to think like how, like you know, like it recently. Then you've got things like craft beers are very cool now, mm-hmm. and so like, um, it's all in like the branding of the alcohol-free beers and things. But then, like, it's still like it's still like so, it's just it's a bit like, That kind of thing where you, like people need to sort of like yeah, I don't know. It needs something like alcohol in it <laughs> 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 So okay. it make people want to go back for more. Right. Having said that, I'm a big fan of alcohol-free beer. I think it tastes very nice. I recently did the Whole Ten Care, and um, at the end of the Whole Ten Care, they had them giving away. Like, uh, as you as you finish you went over the finish line you got your medal you got your t-shirt and your bag of goodies then you went to the next stall long you could have get a pint of alcohol free I forget what it was it was really nice
0: do you know I was talking about this to somebody only today and I think it's a really interesting move that the brewers of the alcohol free have aligned themselves with running yeah. as, a, as, as a thing I mean I saw the Manchester Marathon and then you had a bottle of Erdinger, alcohol I think free beer. what it was, was it. Be, it was, really nice. Yeah, I did, in fact it must be Erdinger. I, yeah. I did one of these jumping through and climbing over yeah. obstacle things and mm-hmm. at the end of it, uh, Erdinger as well, so it's really I th- quite a, strange I think match, it's a
1: great. I think it's a great match because we've discussed an alcohol free beer and we've said that if we're going to aim it at anyone, then it wouldn't be aimed at like the hardcore yeah. beer drinkers. It would be more people who can be swayed. Yeah, Which is more
0: yeah, probably, people. yeah so that's you've got got to you've Target got
2: to, market for yeah, You've got to target people who, can, yeah, target people who can be swayed, and that's not your people who are going out drinking ten percenters no, every yeah. night and things. And yeah. I suppose or must
1: the super hipster and they just do it because yeah. it's cool.
2: But it's well, it but well. So I was going to say it's a little bit like the craft beer market has like jumped onto the back of hipsters and things mm-hmm. like that and things that are quite in at the time. Running is very on bug at the moment. Do you know what I mean? It is quite it's quite popular. I think at the moment okay. running. A lot of people are, are into running, and there's a lot more like runs around. You know what I mean? It just is. Yeah, it just yeah. seems to yeah. be a lot the, more popular. Think, yeah, the park was, run. A, you know, along like with that, sort of you know it. health kicks, like you know a lot of people going vegan or people eating less meat or whatever. Or and you know, yeah, park runs and people just trying to be more fit. And so they jumped onto the back of that, which, like you say, I think is a really good, a really
0: good um, yeah. move. But you can marketing still go move. to the
1: them. pub or have a party and drive home and feel less unhealthy about yeah. it. Yeah.
0: So, what are the kind of barriers that we need to overcome when it comes to this particular marketing challenge? The fact that the entire
2: product, and it's a big barrier. The fact that the entire product is about getting drunk, <laughs> yeah. especially in England, I think more than sort of on the continent things like that. In England, the big thing is you go out and you drink alcohol in order to get drunk. Mm. Not always, not everyone, but you, you tend to, and I think that's the, and it's not a small problem, is it? the type product is the product doesn't work without alcohol <laughs> so let's say how can we make cars without wheels or something like that
0: well that's cars, cars wheels without wheels cars without
1: going anywhere
0: yeah well that could yeah. be a future challenge for us well, maybe it is part, yeah, I yeah. them, it, it, well i mean you have said you've said that's not always the case and i think it's like it's a british thing and i guess the challenge is about drinking alcohol to enjoy it rather than to get drunk is that is that what we need to do?
1: Do you think that the audience is definitely older?
0: Well, they should be over 18.
1: Well, I meant like 30 plus.
0: I believe, having done some work in this field, yeah, I yes it is. I, I would say there's a core there about age 30 to 45, 50, probably more likely to be male. Yeah. And more likely to drink several times a week, just out, like habitual. I think that's where you can make it. But they are not... Alcoholics who are having an alcoholic drink first thing in the morning, so on, it's just become a routine part of what they do. Is I have a beer for all kinds of reasons social reasons, stress relief. Um, and as I say, the big one is just because it's what you do. For, for me, I don't think it's that you need like
2: a culture change, you need to create a full new culture if you like to run alongside it. Um, so, you're not saying to people go out and switch to alcohol free beer, you're saying as an alternative have an alcohol-free beer evening out or whatever, do you know what I mean? I know what I'm saying is a very fine line between between the two things, but um, it's it's almost like you need a new, you're creating a new market, you're creating a new product, kind of. It, I mean, yeah. I know it is a new product, but it's it's it shouldn't be seen as like there's beer and there's alcohol-free beer and they're sat next to each other and you pick one of those. No, no, no it's a completely different thing. So it's like you know, like you might say we're going out to play chess tonight or we're going out to play pool tonight. Do, do you know what I mean? Like the two different kinds of nights and you go out for one of them and it's creating that new thing. A little bit like with vaping where it's really good because it's got a lot of people off smoking cigarettes. But also a lot of people have started vaping who never mm-hmm. smoked. Yeah. Um, probably not maybe not masses and masses, but I think not quite awesome. a lot. Um, so, And it is almost that thing of like, it's got to be cool in its own right, not as a an alternative to alcohol. It's got to be a good product and a good cool thing to do in its
0: own right mm. and I think you're right there I think that the starting point for this is around the social element the going out to have a drink whether that's alcohol free or not rather than drinking at home because drinking at home is is done for all kinds of reasons usually relaxation or alcohol dependency and it's just like oh I've had a rubbish day um, and I want to go and have a drink and you're not going to get the same sense of reward I suppose from drinking an alcohol free one but the benefit of drinking whilst going out is your social interaction with other people. And there are all kinds of drawbacks around that hangover, cost, particularly if it you means you've got to get taxis and things like that as well. Being able to drive certainly has been perceived to be quite a big advantage to it as well. So I think you're right. I think it's about, and um, it, 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 it's cool, I suppose, or whatever the cool word for cool is these days. is really what we've got to try and make it, fat, make it like do. Like pH. Yeah. Yeah, no? okay. Um, I think a, a big douche. A pick douche.
2: A pink douche. Um, yeah, and and because also a lot of bars don't sell it at the moment as well. So it mm. needs that sort of one bar to come along, you know. Like like the craft beer and things like that. It needs mm. one bar to start selling the craft beer and everyone thinking, oh everyone goes in there, don't they, for the craft beer and you know, then all the other bars suddenly start to sell it and that's what it needs. Like generally if you go up to a bar now, you've got to really look hard and you might find a single brand. Of mm. alcohol-free, it's like one bottle of yeah. alcohol-free. I was beans. in a bar
0: last night and I wanted an alcohol-free drink, and they just had the Bex Blue, but yeah. they did have it. It's
1: yeah. not great Bex Blue
0: either. It's not the best, no. And I think so no, it's not 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 yeah. It's not bad, but it's I think it's not the best of the alcohol-free no. beers. No, absolutely.
2: And not. that's what you need. you need: a nice selection. You need some cool ones. You need some grapefruit ones. You need some mm. I don't know. You need some cheap ones as well. Elvis Juice, alcohol-free or whatever yeah
1: if it's a cheap calls, Yeah, it needs, yeah to me- it needs to be um depending because i think there is a, a vast audience for a non-alcohol beer like for example like how the hipsters in on the craft beer ale stuff originally that was for everybody and anyone so it would have you wouldn't necessarily market it towards a cooler audience whereas now you find that there's a lot of breweries who market towards a younger or cooler audience whereas well non-alcoholic beer while they're still trying to find who the audience is there's so many types of people who are drinking non-alcoholic beer from a designated driver to the person that can't drink alcohol anymore because they might have an allergic reaction to it or it could be someone who just decides they want to drink non-alcoholic beer like you john so there is elements um why you need to have a, a vast selection but bars don't ever stop A selection, if any at all, Mm -hmm. definitely.
0: Certainly, supply is a big issue with this as well. But just to pick up in our four P's, obviously, one of the four P's is price Mm -hmm. of the marketing mix. Um, so do you think there's a bit of an issue around the pricing of something that maybe in the consumer's mind is equated to more like being a soft drink than is is it?
1: Yeah, you have to take it down to like two pounds fifty maybe for Mm -hmm. a bottle.
2: Yeah, I
0: think it needs, you need to get, like, economically. For the, for the benefits of our listeners, we're recording this in Hull, the <laughs> north of England, Yeah, for £2.50 is still quite a lot of money.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, economically, it's all about incentives, isn't it? What's going to incentivize someone to um, mm-hmm. have go, go out for a non alcoholic night or something like that? And you've got a few different incentives there. One of them would be price. I mean, definitely, if it was cheap enough and it still tasted like that, like beer and... You know, it's refreshing and it's something nice to have like after a hard day as well, whatever, then you know, yeah, then it's so. I think it needs to be I don't know what price that would be. Um, I'll be honest, I can't actually think how much normal beers are nowadays.
1: Well if well, I think they're like three fifty above really are they depending yeah. on what you get. I know in how much, whole anyway. I know how
2: much two bottles of wine a night
0: are. <laughs> I'd I'm kidding. God. Yeah, well that that's cheaper, isn't it? That shop across the road. It's like two bottles of wine for six pound fifty and it's like how is that even possible? Because I believed it cost Three pound fifty just to bottle them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I, when I was in Paris earlier
2: this year, then uh, we went to a supermarket and because we'd just got there and we'd been around Paris all day and we hadn't actually got back to our Airbnb. When we got back, we just thought, let's just stay in because we're a little bit out on the metro. And, and uh, anyway, so we we got in and we went out and got some food and we thought we'll get a bottle of wine some as well. And we struggled to find a bottle of wine over about four four euros. Really? And it was some of the nicest wine I'd tasted because um, you don't have all the import duty and yeah. like that mm. right? on so it. So it's brilliant. There's just like incredible French wines for this like Um
1: I was also gonna say about price point kind of we're at the moment we're angling at um, an audience who are people who aren't gonna drink any alcohol in the night and some of that you've brought up, John. Is the opportunity to drink uh, some some normal beer and then drink some non alcoholic beer. The kind of like having a glass of water between drinks and it would stop you from drinking as much. It would stop you from drinking as much and um, I guess like you're more hydrated. I don't know if it hydrates you, but it just slows it down but you still feel like you're drinking and you're not having an actual glass of water. Now then there's the element where you would save money if it's cheaper. Mm. So you actually, yeah, potentially mm. having. I mean, bars could do a buy one, get one free on non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. Buy buy a friend a non-alcoholic beer, but you could have it.
0: Yeah, that's a nice idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are, a, this is a real project, as you've alluded to, and we're looking at some of the different angles around this. Do you know what, I, th- I think it's not a bad idea, and I'm, uh,
2: maybe I'm skipping forward here a little bit. I'm skipping forward to promotion, never mind. Let's no, no, you on. can skip ahead. To okay.
0: So we, what we're doing is, we've, I'm taking notes as we're talking, we Debating it, and what we're going to do is we're going to come back with our marketing mix, the four Ps of marketing, to see how we might be able to take this forward as a campaign. Yeah. Before you say your next thing, can I just make an observation? We're talking like proper marketing. Like we haven't said anything. We haven't said anything silly for about three minutes. This is <laughs> this. This is really this is good. I hope, hope no. Yeah. No, it wasn't a criticism. It was I was I was impressed. <laughs> It's like we knew what we were talking about for a while. Not... Just for a moment, but... we, we mistakenly came across something decent. Yeah, I know. But without wishing to kind of um, take the momentum away, you were going to say...
2: I think, th- Promotion-wise, I think it's worth... It's even got, like, a proper professional voice yeah. on now. So.
0: Promotion-wise? <laughs> I think
1: it's worth. Are you like okay? uh,
0: What's
2: happened to Ian? Um, I This is my second podcast today. I'm on a roll. Um, I think it's <laughs> worth, promotion-wise... Um, like teaming up with something like Stoptober or something, because it needs to have that 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 kickstart, and of you know of a big sort of I mean even national thing or whatever, but you know even if you did it locally or regionally, it needs to have that big kickstart, and also something like that might persuade bars and things to get behind it. So I think the massive problem at the moment when we're talking about barriers, the massive problem is it's difficult to find non-alcoholic drinks an alcoholic beer or, or cider or whatever because aside from like lemonade, coke, orange, water, milk, whatever it's difficult to, to, to mm-hmm. yeah it's difficult to find that sort of thing and the best you're going to find is something like Beck's Blue.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah sorry Jenny.
1: Um, I disagree that it should involve a Stocktober campaign because I'm personally, like if I was a target audience, which I might not be, but I believe I am because I happen to have a night out without any alcohol and drink a non-alcoholic beer and I had a great time. Um, but if it was part of Stop Turb- Turbo, then it would feel like a commitment and it would feel like something that I have to do. Or it just feels a bit like lame and nerdy. I and I don't want to do lame and nerdy stuff.
0: So as you <laughs> as you mentioned earlier, but so I'm I'm having a month off the booze at the moment, but mm-hmm. I'm not doing it first October no. or during or because I just wouldn't do it if I'm one of them people, if it's like, well, if other people are doing it, I don't want to do it. Yeah. So mine started in the mid-September and it's <laughs> gonna finish in mid-October. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. It's like, I enjoy
2: growing moustaches occasionally, but I never grow a moustache in November because I don't want to be associated with everyone else <laughs> yeah. who does it, which yeah. I know is really tight of me. But you, but I, I know I know what you mean mm-hmm. about that. However, to, um, to, 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 to come back at you about that, I just think that doing something like that at the beginning of a campaign would, your first thing you've got to do is get a load of people involved in order for that to snowball, because otherwise you're sort of just trying to creep it in somehow.
1: Mm-hmm. See, if, depending on the budget, I don't know what, it, what the budget would be, but I personally would try and make it cool. So I'd work with, I would give incentives to local breweries. I have no idea how non-alcoholic beer is made, by the way, so I don't even know if it's possible. Well, but
0: I, I believe they make it like normal beer and then they take the alcohol out.
1: We'll have to ask.
0: I don't know what they do with the alcohol, though.
1: Put it back in another beer? they
2: not just evaporate. <laughs> Maybe
0: it? that's how they make Kestrel super strength. <laughs> they just put that in the top of it. they not just yeah.
2: evaporate the alcohol? Well, I don't
0: well, know. I mean, yeah. that's a much more sensible suggestion <laughs> than the fact that it's poured into a can of Kestrel which suddenly makes it super strength. But my suggestion is certainly more fun.
1: I have a new product idea based on that. Do you know how you, like, you encapsulate the alcoholic vapors that you vaporize and put it into vapes? So two beds, one stern. Drunk. And two beds, one two
0: beds, one stern. Yeah. <laughs> Does it, I'm, I'm evolving the product even further.
2: I've got a new product, by the way. I just thought of just um, there. Is it? Made by accident? No, it's, it's a really alcoholic thing, actually. Um, I was once cooking some baby carrots cooked in Chardonnay. It's very nice. You like get your baby carrots, stick a bit of rosemary in, stick a glass of Chardonnay. In, wrap it up in some foil, bang it in the oven for a while, and it cooks It cooks the um, carrots in the chardonnay. Now, if you put too much in, as I did, there, it's like having a shot every time. Boozy a a carrot. A carrot. <laughs> and then, and so in this yeah. era of veganism and things like that, you could go on the pubs and instead <laughs> of selling the test tubes with all the sticky alcohol in, you sell carrots that are cooked in alcohol. <laughs> and so people can still get their shot and things like that, but they're actually getting something a little bit healthy with it. They're getting the part of their part of one of five a
1: day i've got um, a better idea you can get the alcoholic gummy bears where you soak gummy bears and vodka then they're, they're, real sticky, they're but you so they're see sweet, the they're, thing is they're also not vegan so you've now created a vegan vegan gummy bear with carrots yeah, yeah with
2: cat- <laughs> a, right
0: yeah can, can i make another observation mm. so much as i think fewer than five minutes ago i was complimenting us for actually our sensible conversation what we've actually managed to do is send our marketing brainstorm challenge of how do we make Alcohol-free beer go mainstream into a conversation about how can we take mainstream food items and make them alcoholic? <laughs> I cannot help but feel that we've gone in the wrong direction.
2: How can we inject spirits into <laughs> healthy <laughs> food? How can we say,
0: have your five a day and get shit-faced at the same time? Perfect. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And like, yeah. It's funny actually because one of the ideas that we've been testing for uh, for the alcohol-free campaign is this idea of doing a a low ale trail. So it's like basically a backed out uh, pub crawl with bars that have participated and agreed to have a reasonable stock of alcohol-free beers, which would be marketable to people on that night out who may be the driver or somebody who's not drinking for any reason but doesn't want to miss on the night out. As I experienced recently, which was somebody saying, we're going to the pub, we were going to invite you to to come along, John, but I didn't because I know you're not drinking. It's just like, I can still come to the pub. And I did. they did invite me. I did did go... Um, and I had two alcoholic beers. Well, actually, I just turned up. Okay. Um, <laughs> <worse>? Hi, guys.
2: <laughs> and they were going, Have oh, got oh,
0: a glass oh, of milk? Oh, God, who, who, in, who invited the opaque douche? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're getting callbacks galore. On that, one. <laughs> I know, that has to stay in now. Um, <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's an intro- All I've got is callbacks. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's just like that, isn't that how the lazy version of jokes make? When, anyway, go,
2: go. Sorry, when you say about how you, you find pubs that have a reasonable selection. in Do we know what sort of alcoholic beers out? There? I mean, I know there's Edinburgh, I know that there's Beck's. Mm. What sort of narco there's an
1: amazing ones? one that they do in a bar around the corner from our office, which I don't even know what's called. So it's probably pointless to bring it up, but it's in a massive bottle, like a bottle of wine, basically, mm-hmm. and it's like three pound fifty, four pound, and it tastes like really good bread that's the only
0: way I can describe it really? it's so mm-hmm. good yeah Yeah. Alton the um, ghost ship's good Um punk eye punk uh, sorry what they call brew dog I've got two oh really um, that's good I must admit don't nice like hits, either of them but... yeah and also the punk AF is not great uh, it's that. weird because this is the problem that um, alcohol free beer has is it doesn't it has an aftertaste but not a during taste yeah, <laughs> yeah which yeah, is kind yeah, of yeah. an expectation of something yeah. but the but They still worked it up, but some of them are particularly good. And the Heineken, by the way, Heineken Heineken Zero, I think is pretty good as well. Yeah, that tastes like beer. Yeah, and we have a member of the team who last week did a blind taste test with some of her friends around between alcohol-free beer and alcohol-not-free beer, Um, and uh, alcoholic beer, just beer. Beer would have done, John, between alcohol-free and beer and uh, I, I think at least half of the people failed the taste test being able to tell the difference between the two. So it is improving. But That's you're great. absolutely right. This is one of these marketing um, challenges where supply and demand absolutely have to be considered, which is pretty much every marketing right. challenge. But there's no point in us piquing somebody's interest in something for them I mean, to come in and so go, well, I'll call it free a bit. Oh, I don't know. We yeah. used Bex to have Blue. a Bex Blue, yeah. but yeah. we lost no. it. Yeah, and it's just really, <laughs> really bland what they have to <laughs> offer people. You know, you've got things like,
2: I'm thinking of like, Things in bar revolutions recently, and you've got things like obviously craft beer and, and all things like Co- cocktails. that.
0: Cocktails.
2: Uh, cocktails is another one. Yeah. And mocktails. And, and, and like fru- fruity, mm. ba- fruity right. beers and things, but I suppose that comes in with the craft stuff, doesn't it? Then you've got LG things beers. like, uh, you've got things like not so long ago, you had the, those things like where all the beer pumps suddenly started having ice around them, mm. and they, uh, yeah. they had fridges for the glasses and things okay. like that. And so you've got all these little things to try and differentiate between one product and the other, and for someone to go for something like you Know the Guinness thing where it sits on a platform that moves slightly or pulses mm. or something like that, so that the cloud goes correct and all this sort of like bullshit, I imagine. And then, and it is, and then you go in and ask for a, for, a, for an alcoholic beer, and you just got the most bland thing ever comes out at you. Mm. You like it, needs to be on par with all absolutely. the rest
0: of the stuff, absolutely. That is part of that, Sean.
1: I have a, <coughs> a friend who is like a master mixologist who lives in York, and he. I, I thought non-alcoholic beer was like really nerdy, and the only people I've ever seen drink non-alcoholic beer this is like a year or so ago were people who either had a problem or they were just like dweebs. So I'm not. By the way, I'm not that cool myself. Nothing's I just,
0: changed. I <laughs> know you? you've just described me, that,
1: <laughs> but it was the kind of person that was like into fitness. Oh god, I sound like I'm a horrible person. Yeah, anyway. Also me. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but bad, um, my friends. bad dress sense. Mm. <laughs> Um, My my friends, we went into a cocktail bar, which is like my local, or I say local, it's just my favourite bar to go into. Um, And they do wonderful mocktails and they do all that kind of stuff, but they're like specialist um, cocktail makers. And apparently the world of mixology is a completely small world. So we went in with my friend and he knew all of the bar stuff, even though it's not from where we are. But he went in and he was driving and he just went, what it, beers have you got? And it turns out that they had an entire range and a selection. List of non-alcoholic beers, and after seeing them, then comparing and talking about them, like as if they were an an alcoholic drink, I was like, oh, maybe it's quite, quite cool actually. Like this guy who's really. Where was that? jar. Oh really? Yeah. I've got loads of alcoholic beers. Yeah, that I remember. Yeah, nice. Nice. Um, but they they're kind of hidden. They're not on display. Um, but he, but yeah, and then my friend was going through how all the ones that he does like and stuff, and it was just like I suddenly had this new light on it.
0: I think that is, like you say with the craft beer, yeah. lot of which I'm one of them, not one of the worst, but one of them as well, where you talk about, in a way that lager drinkers never really, really could yeah, do, yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know, Foster's, Carlin, Carlsberg, whatever, it's all kind of mm-hmm. the same as well, but it is about that, see, that badge of honour almost there as well, which is totally reversing some of the stigma mm-hmm. around it, where people typically would go on a night out and didn't drink. So instantly are accused of being boring, is that?
1: Well, he's not a of There's a the thing, he wouldn't go out and drink a lager. He would go out and try something. Because he's also a bit of a wine tester. He's like He works in like a five-star Sommelier. restaurant. Oh, what? Sommelier. Sommelier.
2: That's a, a, a wine expert.
1: Person. Oh, well, he's a little bit of that. He works in a five-star, like, Michelin-star yeah. restaurant or something. So he does, like, all that stuff. Um, so he <laughs> would go out and drink, like, a lager. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, this was came up in one of the uh, conversations that i was involved in uh, with a group of people last night um, and they said yeah we're well, talking about alcohol free beer but what about people who don't drink beer so there's alcohol free cider there is alcohol free wine alcohol free spirits and they were talking about the pros and cons of that and I i just just so it brought me so much joy watching this group of people going, yeah and alcohol pops we need to come up with a non-alcoholic version of Alco Pops. <laughs> and, and I let it continue for a while and I said, aren't Alco Pops just alcoholic versions of pop? <laughs> and they were like, oh yeah. It was like,
1: how oh, can we come oh, up with
0: a non-alcoholic so version of Smirnoff also, Ice or Wicked Iron Brew? I mean, just like, a, you mean Iron Brew? <laughs> <That's>
1: yeah. <crazy. laughs> it's, I find it maddening that, they, that bars stock... Copious amounts of Alcopops who that's it's not like it's a very 90s early 90s yeah. drink they've
0: been Alka there Pops. since the 90s yeah but so I'm thinking
1: maybe they're just they're there been, yeah, yeah. And you don't have them because they're vinegarized and they're just strange <laughs> yeah. but that
0: is a really
2: good point sorry that Jenny made on that you followed up on about making it a little bit of a you got you enjoy the rigmarole with it mm-hmm. like the talking about craft beer yeah, yeah. like the making of proper tea like yeah. people putting coffees through siphons and creating vacuums mm-hmm. that pull the water up into the coffee beans and Mm. rubbish like that make it into that sort of you know
1: honestly if you put it into places like um like cool cocktail bars where people go and have like a good beer or a good cocktail and they're happy to spend money on one or two drinks and that's all they need if you go in there and do that um, and have have non-alcoholic beer in there that'll be a and having that up on display because people aren't bothered about getting drunk in that situation um, and it, you're not aiming it at the lager drink. The guys all drink a Stella on a Saturday night and have eight of them and then go home, not know quite where where to put their feet at the end. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, think be good.
2: What does that mean? <laughs> not know where to put your feet. Like, you know, when you get in after a long night, your feet are hurting because <laughs> you've been walking, like, you know, you couldn't get a taxi, you had to walk home. feet are hurting, take your feet off, where do you put them? I
0: usually leave them at the end of my legs. <laughs>
1: Where do you put... Where you are you walking? Are you I going? meant the action of walking.
0: Ah, that makes more sense. It's just like, you're, so, right, ha- you're so hammered that you're sawing your own foot I have, off. I have drunk <laughs> five
2: narcos. <laughs> you know those
0: nights. You have 15, Fifteen pints of Stella is a remarkable <laughs> anaesthesia. I'm just, I, can't, I don't know why I started sawing, but I've got to finish you it now. <laughs> Bloody stump. Fudding through the house, no trying not to wake the kids. Here, <laughs> <laughs> There's two bloody stumps to make the way for better clean <laughs> that up in the morning. <laughs> what do I do with the evidence? <laughs> By the way, put it in the fridge <laughs> next, next to your non-alcoholic beer. That would be the safer option. Um, before I took us on a slightly dark turn there, um, what we were talking about in the uh, context of the marketing mix was the fourth P of place and distribution, which is like, as you say, it's got to be in the bars, but the right kind of bars that are in there. Because let's be honest, it's very linked to who that target audience are. And if you've got a... What I was going to say, it's an old man bar full of alcoholics, probably not the most fertile That's how I say it, old for, man pub. I think you've yeah. got that from me. Is it? Constantly saying Well, that. I think old man pub is... is is, is a term. genre in itself. I mean, I'm organising a school reunion at the moment and they said, can we just be in an old man pub? Oh, Pat,
1: oh, Van I have old man giga. I will not claim... Do
0: you know where we're going to meet? The brain jar. And now I know that they have alcohol-free beer there yeah, yeah. as well. I well,
1: wouldn't call that an old man pub. No, we no, don't no. want
2: to get on with this too much because it's very localised, that reference. But.
0: No, um, this is what our compromise was. It's in proximity to old man pubs.
1: Very yeah. old man pubs as well. The oldest of man pubs. 18... Eight, 15 or 6 man pubs.
0: What is the oldest bar? There's two, isn't there? There's uh, black, the old Black Boy and the old White heart, I think. No, the,
1: yeah, the... well, White heart yeah. is. That was where the King plotted against...
0: Bit of a local reference, as Ian says, <laughs> but it's relevant. And actually, do you know, that room where the English Civil War, where they did the plotting room in the old White heart, was where I turned up, possibly uninvited, the other day to this drink, <laughs> and <laughs> turned up and drank my... <laughs> Heineken Zero. And so began another revolution. And and then said, Guys, can I do a focus group with you? This is why I don't get invited more often. (laughs) Okay, so we're bringing some certain things together here. Sorry, just to to go back to the
2: place thing as well. I do think you're right in that it's got to be aimed at the right places, but I think what you find, particularly in places like Holland, I'm sure it's similar other places as well, is that once some of these sort of cooler, if you like, bars, bars that are perceived as cooler, start doing something, then a lot of others follow as well. So I think you, you, you know, if you get it right, then you do eventually start changing the habits of people who maybe it's not originally targeted at as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I mean, that is just a, a a
0: periphery boon. And I do think it's somewhere that some places have been slow to catch on to. So if you take Spoons, for example, they actually have a pretty good selection of alcohol-free beers. The, yeah, I know, let's not go into the polit. I'm presuming that is a Politics noise around Weatherspoon. Let's not do that. Let's not get into there as well. I'm conflicted on this as well because, whilst I do hold Tim Weatherspoon, and that's not his name, um, Mr. Weatherspoon. I know it's not his name, um, (laughs) slightly responsible for the thing that we're not going to mention on the podcast as well. They do have good beer at a good price.
1: But it's yeah.
0: The last time I went into the They everyone. That, they yeah, but the last time I went into the Weatherspoons was reviewing you, Ian, where, and you did comment this, it just shows how little respect, how much contempt spoons have for their customers. As we sat down to have our lunch, and he just started with an angle grinder, didn't he? he just like doing
2: major work. They
1: were, play, like major they were, they were repair having works. major work done in the
0: pub, and they didn't shut it down, they just kept it going,
2: yeah. and there was no like apology messages or anything anywhere. They hate their customers. Yeah. Um, Although,
0: what was impressive is that whilst that was going on, you managed to fall asleep. I did manage to fall
2: asleep. But I mean, I can do that pretty much anyway. Yeah, yeah that was impressive.
0: Okay, so I think we've got the genesis here of, of some form of marketing campaign. So, let's just recap on that. So, if we start with product, what we've said here is it needs to be a choice. It's something that you've got to have. It's kind of, we, we don't just have one alcohol. It needs to be a range and new stuff coming out all of the time. Mm-hmm. As we say, to feed the customer. So, have you tried this one yet? Have you, have you done that? So, that's something that Needs to be addressed industry-wise, almost taste of that absolutely needs to to be right because there's no two beers will taste exactly the same anyway as well. So let's not assume that there's going to be one utopian alcohol-free beer that's going, that's going to work. Also, the line to products is yes, we have been talking about beer, but we've identified that it goes beyond that. Spirits, possibly, certainly cider, and some other wines as well to make sure they're avail they're available. Anything else? Key points for us to add on the, the product in our marketing mix.
2: I think what, when, when you say about how there needs to be plenty of choice, unfortunately, like you say, you've got to think about demand and supply. The supply ain't going to be there unless the demand's there. So you've Absolutely. So you got to the demand first. Unfortunately, well... the demand's more likely to be there if the supply's there. But I think... Um, <laughs> we could be stuck here for a long yeah, time yeah, exactly, catch-22 yeah. chicken um, and egg Yeah, situation. I mean, I'm not saying that the demand won't be... Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying you've got to s- provide the demand first, but I think it kind of usually starts there. Once people want it, then they'll start making all sorts of Weird and wonderful non alcoholic concoctions.
0: I said to the uh, client on this at the moment the way that we can get the bars to to stop more beer is that you and all your colleagues need to go out during your lunch break and go in a bar and go, Oh, well, have you got any non alcoholic? Yeah, beer?
2: That's,
1: and going, no. that's perfect because they want people to like uh, work. Well, yeah,
2: as we've discussed today, there actually are already are, which I didn't realise, quite a few options and like varying options as well for. Um, for, for, for an alcoholic beer people mm-hmm. need to then go and ask for it yeah. they need to start mm-hmm. going into bars that, that serve it and the ones that don't serve it go in and ask for it and that's how you create the demand I suppose
0: isn't it
1: that's how we, should, we, that's how we could just do the entire campaign
0: although that does remind me of a story from years ago I used to have a friend who had a computer hardware shop and he said uh, one morning the bell goes the customer walks in and said have you got a blue XXXZ hard drive oh no we don't stock those there in the afternoon, oh, hi, have you got a triple X blue hard drive? Or no. Next day, oh, have you got a triple X blue thing hard drive? No. You know, we should we keep getting assets. We should think about. Guy comes in the next afternoon and goes, oh, hi, I'm selling triple X blue hard drives. Would you like to buy any? <laughs> Bought a load off him, never sold one. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, you know, working in cahoots. Should, I, I
1: think that's actually a really, really fantastic way. Is he ethical? Be? What ethical to get? No, no, we're not tricking people. We're getting people who enjoy non-alcoholic beer. Oh,
0: I to see. Ask for I take, beer. I take your point. Yeah,
1: we do that. We do that. No, no. Yeah. Oh, oh no.
2: maybe. I
0: might need to take a few <laughs> days off. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm by. I mean, uh, listen to me. Too, I'm like not even three weeks into my not drinking for a month yet as well. But I went out. The other night, this Saturday is the other thing shaking I've, at the I've been determined to keep going out socializing. Say you've gone out he, a lot. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I've made a point of still going out just to prove I can still have a good night without drinking. Mm-hmm. And I went into one swanky wine bar type place. you Take the S off the beginning of that if you want, but and I asked for, <laughs> "Do you have any alcohol-free beer?" And she said, "Yes, we have Bex Blue." And then gave me a Heineken Zero, which <laughs> pretty, honestly didn't matter because I prefer the Heineken anyway. And then I went in and quite a rough. Old man pub. And I didn't dare ask. Right. Not because I thought they would like throw me out or anything like that. I just was felt a bit pretentious. Yeah, I, so I got yeah. an orange cordial and it was disgusting.
1: Wait, well, you got orange cordial instead? Yeah.
2: I don't, well, I drink
0: water, but I don't I like going to... In I ordered
2: a beer and sat and didn't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I should have done. So well, I drink sad. water, but just, I don't oh, like... Just, you just sat with
0: your uh, mouth up <laughs> and above it and let it evaporate into your mouth. Well, that would be cheating, wouldn't it? Oh, I just spilled some in my mouth. <laughs> okay, so what about place then? When it, we, We've said that we need the right bars involved.
1: Yeah, like, bars where people who are not necessarily there to get absolutely pissed it's just they're there they might get a bit tipsy they're there Mm -hmm. for enjoyment and socializing
2: yeah i wonder whether you start with the kind of bars where people might go for a drink after work
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and also where people just go like you know me and my friend jack we regularly pop out in middle of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that, I'm just about to fancy cut the base no. mm. It's not like we go out on weekends because I think targeting ones like your weekend bars, no, they're, they're no. not that like at all. You want to target places where people are likely to decide, yeah, let's have an alternative night where we don't mm. drink. Uh, you know, so yeah, those sort of after work bars, those sort of bars where people will just go for a couple on a night. Well,
1: they're happy to go. We've got pubs around us. I'm sure everyone will have pubs around them where people will, you'll go and there'll be builders in, Mm. Their are builders' painters in their painters' uniforms, everything like that. Locals, like, I suppose, office, isn't it? as yeah, opposed to it, city centres. And mm. it's people who might have drive the, the work van and they go to the pub for a pint before. And a lot of them, if you actually do go there, they only go for one pint and the other yeah. pint because they have to drive. Yeah. yeah. So
2: they're yeah, so not going there to get drunk. They're no, just no, going there for a refreshing for pint. On a Friday. And an alcoholic is
0: perfectly refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so I was just going to say, this is in England where you can still, you're allowed to drive having had a pint, whereas yeah. in Scotland you're not. Oh, so Yeah, it's like zero. Alcohol
1: yeah, yeah. So, and I think people do have that mentality still of, well, I've only had one, I'm, I'm fine. And I think that you don't necessarily have to do a campaign on scaring people into having just one, uh, into not having alcohol. But it can be, well, you could like this is just the one pint you need, isn't? Mm-hmm. Like you could actually maybe do it around that kind of one pint thing. Mm-hmm.
0: I think also when you're looking at place, another reason to make sure that we get the right bars on board was another insight that came out of our research. Now, you were there, actually, when we had this conversation, which yeah. is don't necessarily need to aim at the bars that young people drink in because they don't really drink anymore because they're all on Coke. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. And, and actually, I spoke yeah. to a guy who owns a few bars and said, oh, yeah, he said, we don't really have a problem with any more that we used to with young people getting too drunk and fine because they're all on coke and yeah. really. it's just like okay well right. then is, is it a good you know I, mean?
1: I mean if you I don't know if you've there's ever more been...
0: than one way to skin a cat <laughs> oh, alcohol free is time. that if I, just... I don't
1: think the one... skin a rabbit skin... no that means yeah, it's skin easy
0: cat. is it yeah. I mean no, I've never really thought about what I've never
1: really heard of that phrase before I've like?
0: yeah, never skinned a cat
1: um, and but on nor the... have I
0: saw it off my feet but let's just see. When I start drinking again, who knows what crazy bit is going to come on. Both. I might wake up in the morning and have done both. Or I've just saw the, the saw the cat's feet off deep, and got it all loved, wrong. You've
2: degloved a, a cat and stuck your feet <laughs> onto the bottom of its paws. Oh, we were so <laughs> close. You stick- You've st- you stuck its paw fur onto, onto your stumps. We were s- and you're just wandering around going, hey, look at me, I've got two little furry <laughs> cat paws. Yeah, it, while just, while it, falling over and being dragged towards an ambulance. Why did yeah. you
1: put
0: your feet there? Onto to the bottom of the cat.
1: <laughs>
2: he
0: swapped the cat's feet and his own feet. I tell you what, this is what I miss about drinking is funny stories like that. <laughs> do you know what I did? What? Dude, you, won't do you remember how drunk I got do, last night. Do you remember the used to have a dog next door? Well... <laughs> <laughs> okay we were so close to having a sensible roundup and we need to now move on to price we've talked a lot about price so yeah. i do think it's interesting though that if there's no price incentive to it you do feel like you're getting a bit ripped off because you're like paying per- for so personally and, i don't and, mind
1: i don't know if it's a generational thing is that i don't tired. care what price the beer is unless i'm in somewhere it's like seven pounds like a ridiculous amount of a pint Generally, if it's under a fiver for a drink, I'm fine. And I, I, again, like I said, I don't know if that's a generational thing. So actually, when I did have my non-alcoholic, it's because I'm absolutely loaded. <laughs> um, but when I had my non-alcoholic night out um, and I drove home... I didn't think about the price because I'm I'm used to I'll spend like thirty quid in one night even not even getting drunk because of how I just I saw, the Rockefeller. <laughs> I saw the cook down <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Rockefeller.
0: Saw the Coke. But words. I just
1: I just don't I think it's a generous I will spend like, like
2: thirty grams and I mean I mean pounds a night. <laughs> I, do, um,
1: I do think that there's an element where you look at your wallet the day after yeah. a little bit. And I think that mentality I think me okay. at first
2: there's got to be a price incentive there. Yeah. Um because I think it's it's, it's it's the best incentive that, that you have as well, generally. So I think it has got to be a price incentive. I think once there's a demand for it there and there's a proper market there, then I think people can start bringing out, your yeah, I'll try this one. It's like a real crafty, non-alcoholic mm. thing. It's £7 because mm. it's brewed on... On, on the backside of a degloved cat or something. Yeah. I do
1: think people like BrewDog will, even if not everyone likes it, I think with Nanny State and what's the other one? Punk F, Punk AF. I think these the, the the brands that are seen to be quite cool, even if they are a little bit pretentious, will get on board those people who are happy to drink BrewDog, whether or not it's alcoholic. Mm. And I think that's potentially actually already in place if there are cooler companies bringing out this stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So which leaves us with promotion then. So we've talked about how um, we might want to piggyback something like but We saw some pros and cons of that as well. I think really what we need to do is, through social media, is bring up this debate around which are the um, the, the nicer of the alcohol-free beers in a way that we'll mm-hmm. make sure that availability is there as well. So I follow a few different accounts as I have been doing as part of my research and myself in post. Um, not Stoptober part of Stoptober part of John, Stop Septemberober stop, stop um, well, but, but there are some but there's people who have got Twitter accounts who review alcohol free beers and things like that as well really? oh yeah some really good them? ones and that's Cakes. I'll be looking at some photographs of Cakes. Cakes. <laughs> Well, I don't mind it. No. Either. I'm at the point now, look. Big douches. When you, get to, when you get to my age, right, oh, b- being, being, being a geek or something like that is like a badge of honour, right? I've stopped trying to be cool. I should have done that lots lot don't know time. why I'm giggling at that. I'm older than John. Yeah, well.
1: I'm younger and cooler than both of you. Right,
0: there's a debate for another
1: show. <laughs> Let's
0: rebrand me and you. Well, whether, whether she's younger or not. I love no, that. no, that's... So that's, no, that's, no, that's I think... Really I think I think that's a... I didn't know mathematically work it out somehow. <laughs> I think that's a challenge too far. Yeah. So we could rebrand us so they it's how can we make John and Ian cool. Oh, in fact, I, I really it. like the idea. Yeah, we need also.
1: to
2: get more people involved in that
1: one. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Let's get we some young like
0: people. It's been team. Jenny's judgement on that.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd I, I happily run the show. Yeah. It'll
0: okay. just be us two sat here looking meek and Jenny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, going back to promotion, I think point of sale is really important as well as you were saying earlier, it's got to be as at least as attractive as some of the other things on there as well and, and mm-hmm. building and around it. We talked about an ale trail and like promotion of availability of places as well. Anything else to, to, to mention on that? I
1: just want to make just an extra tiny point, not necessarily to discuss, but it needs merchandising, which we have discussed in the past, mm. and we might have touched on it today, but merchandise it like the, the, uh, the pint pulls with the frosting on it, like you mentioned, Ian. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not that, it's something where the fridge looks as good as absolutely um, yeah, via, via yeah. it's a bit it's like my
0: right. point of sale comment yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but with a different word yeah
1: there you go because yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs>
0: retail yeah. so um on that passive-aggressive note <laughs> oh. do, we need- <laughs> do you know what what was that <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> oh no there's a cat that's just lumbering through with missing some feet <laughs> <laughs> What, what do,
1: is
2: do that we need to know? talk about what the worst idea <laughs> we was. do
0: so we've covered a lot of ground. So remember. No idea was a bad idea until we decided it's the worst idea. So, what was the idea? That was the worst idea. Um, until it's going to be one of mine. Yours. I definitely def- <laughs> def- 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 deserve it. Right. I've got to say,
2: in, in in the spirit of an alcoholic um, discussion, then alcoholic carrots were a reasonably bad idea. I
1: like I like the al- alcoholic
2: carrots. I don't want to be that. Eat idea. more carrots.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I like it as
0: an idea. Could see in the dark.
1: I think the worst idea was aiming it at nerds and and runners. Personally, I think it should be a so cool
0: the worst, the worst idea is what the actual companies are doing. Uh,
1: sorry, guys. Yeah. It's not Jenny. Sorry, Eddinger.
0: Even though they've probably made lots of money, off it.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't listen to me. I'm just a I'm just trying expert. to think of some sort of catch,
2: <laughs> some sort of like, um, not catchphrase, what do you call it, like tagline for the alcoholic carrots. And and I'm just thinking like, it's the opposite of getting blind drunk, because you can oh, see in the yeah. dark oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it needs to be like, you know... What get, is
0: the opposite of? Get
2: seeing drunk or something. I can't... I can't that was great. Of, that was great. Yeah. That's yeah. It. I mean, what, what's the opposite <laughs> of blind? Not blind. There, and, and there's the rub.
0: <laughs>
2: mm, okay, it's it's so... Blind. It's a better word if you, than not blind. If
0: you can come up with a slogan for Ian's Chardonnay carrots c- combination,
2: please tweet at us. Chardonnay carrots. It's, I mean, <laughs> really, you're looking at the pub next door to
0: Waitrose and that's about <laughs> yeah. it, isn't it? No, that's Ch-
1: waitress essential, is that? Yeah. Chardon-
0: yeah. Chardonnay carrots sounds like the perfect council estate
1: A <laughs> <laughs> I picked douche and chardonnay carrots. The new brew dog oh, beer. Oh, yeah.
2: Thank you for listening to The Marketing Brainstorm. Our presenters are John Gilbert and Jenny Harrison from the multi-award-winning social marketing agency Eskimo Soup, along with Ian Thompson from the insanely talented filmmakers Storyboard Media. Our editor is Mary Close, and this is a socially good media production. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help. Thanks, and goodbye for now.